In today's show, we've got news about Rafiki's Planet Watch making its triumphant return back to Animal Kingdom, new bus loops opening up in Hollywood Studios, and Disney announces Awesome Planet Bro, all in today's Disney Parks Podcast. Welcome to the Disney Parks Podcast with your hosts, Tony Castlenova from DisneyByTheNumbers.com and Parkhopper John from WDWParkhoppers.com. Keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the podcast at all times. And get ready for the Disney Parks Podcast. Hello, everybody. How you doing tonight, buddy? Doing good? Everything good? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah? Excellent. Awesome. Uh, we apologize about missing this week, but we will back be back uh, in the saddle on Monday nights. You can come watch us live mm-hmm. on Facebook at eight o'clock, on YouTube at eight thirty. If you're part of the uh, the Patreon family, you can come see us at our regular time, which is seven p.m. Uh, and if you're really studious or you're really bored, you can come watch us over at Orlando Like a Local. We record live on Facebook every Monday at six p.m. Makes for kind of a long day, though. It is, but uh, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. How was? Uh, what's your weekend coming up looking like, pal? Got any fun plans this weekend? I got nothing, nothing this weekend. Well, tomorrow we're going to uh, Haleo for paella. Oh yeah, that's tomorrow, isn't it? Yeah. Oh my God, tomorrow's International Paella Day. Haleo, Haleo, Haleo. I think I well, I think Jose is still in town, so hopefully we can bump into him. That would be awesome. Yeah. That would Selfie. be super cool. Selfie with the chef. Mm-hmm. Uh, our mutual friend got a picture with the chef yes, the other day. I saw that. Mm-hmm. That was kind of interesting. Yeah. So this is kind of fun. It's been it's been interesting seeing how Haleo has been received. Did you see the the opening night gala? No. They had the okay. So one of the things that they do uh, is you can order uh, a special um, cured meat mm. on uh, appetizer, yeah. and they bring this roasted leg of something out, and they yeah. just carve it at your table. Right. What they were doing is they had those legs of whatever that was out, and they mm. were carving, just carving and carving and carving, mm. and just putting it in plates, just stacking it up. People were just coming by all night eating oh, really? it. I'm like, wow. you have no idea how... How, 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 how could we have gotten invited to I, that? I don't know. I thought we made friends with everyone. In that restaurant. I think it's Disney, man. I don't know. Disney doesn't like us, apparently. That's, good. That's fine. That's okay. We'll go back. Not everybody's, not everybody. Hey, here's the thing. Mm. Everybody got to eat for free, and it was like, oh, this is the greatest thing ever. Mm. A, we don't, we're not bought and paid That's for. That's right. We give our honest opinion. That's correct. And B, mm-hmm. they got us a reservation mm-hmm. for paella day. Yeah. When they're not taking, they're not their, taking their reservations. reservations. So suck on that. Yeah. Whatever yeah. that meant. Yeah. Speaking of uh, good food at Disney Springs, I've heard that uh, you're home away from home. Wolfgang? Yeah. Home away from, from home, home away, away from, from home. home. Yeah, yeah. Wolfgang yeah. Puck? Yeah. And I, uh, the manager stopped by and I was, I was in conversation with Sarah. Like, yeah. And I, I didn't get to say hello. But we, when me and you went, mm-hmm. remember we had that server with the blonde hair? Yeah, Rachel. Yeah. We had the same. She's like, hey. We had the haircut? Yeah. Hey, yeah. I think I've seen you before. Well, she's did, great. Did you come with that guy, John? I'm like, yes. Yeah, she's great. I, I, I'm friends with that guy, John. Yeah, nice. Did you see <laughs> But the it? food was spectacular, and the people I brought were like, oh, my God, this was really good. What did you have? Uh, I had the burrata ravioli. Nice, right? Yeah. <sighs> it's so good. Yeah. I would have liked a little bit more cheese in there. It's a Scoosh oh, more good God. Cheese. Scoosh more cheese. Yeah. Well, Ravel probably, Ravello probably wouldn't have put that much yeah. cheese in it. The, uh, <laughs> the sauce was good. Uh, and then we, we, well, I had raviolis and somebody else had raviolis. We both ordered meatballs without raviolis. Good call. Yeah. Yeah. The thing I noticed there is their, their meatballs are a little bit denser mm-hmm. than most places. I have. Not, I think they roll them a little bit too much. I've not had the. I've not. They ha- still taste good. Oh yeah, yeah, they're they're phenomenal. Yeah. I've not had the 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 meatball pizza from the menu. Oh. Every time we go, we get a marguerite pizza. Oh, yeah. With meatballs, mm. it's ridiculous. But they put one on the menu, and they yeah. say it's it's just as good, if not better. Yeah. I just didn't want all the extra stuff. It's very, you know, it's a very interesting menu because there are a lot of Italian inspired dishes. For a German chef, that's kind of... I mean, there is chicken schnitzel, 
but I mean, there's a lot of pastas, there's a lot of pizza, there's a yeah. lot of meatballs, uh, uh, focaccia. There's a lot of Italian-inspired things on a very German menu, <laughs> <laughs> you know, which I find interesting, you know. I think that that's his, uh, that's his California yeah, cuisine. Sure. Uh, coming out a little mm. bit because they talk about how he's, it's not so much, it's not so much Wolfgang, mm. uh, but I cannot remember the chef's name. Is it Mike? Mm. I can't remember his name. Is he Italian? Uh, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, but his, the, his menu is, uh, his, mm. the stuff that he puts on his menu is great. And then you got, did you have any cocktails? No. Uh, none of us did. Last night was what? Tuesday night? Monday yeah. night? Uh, Joe should have been there. Joe's if Joe's around, yeah, get over to the bar. Yeah, there's cocktails. Are but right. I will tell you, to go for lunch, it was like almost nobody in there. Yeah, you know. I mean, they're working was, on that. It was nice. I no, don't work on that. I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> walked up, probably the only place at Disney Springs you right now that you could walk up. Well, maybe Haleo, if they were open for lunch. Uh, walk up and uh, get a seat and uh, have food. Yeah. Can't do that at the boathouse. Can't no. do it at probably at SDK or Enzo's or Hideaway. I don't know Hideaway about SDK. Or- I, I don't know, SDK is still an anomaly to me. Mm. They've, uh, I think they've got a new social media thing. Mm. And the stuff they're putting out looks great. I just yeah. am nervous to try it. Uh, you know, but. Yeah. Uh, Magical dining one. It's only 35 bucks. Can't go wrong. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, can't go wrong at Wolfgang. Uh, love yeah. that stuff over there. Right. Yeah. Anything else? New. All right, kids. Well, there's nothing else we can do, Tony, except get into the, the news. And now, Disney Parks Podcast News. One of my wife's favorite things mm. is coming back to Animal Kingdom, and that is Rafiki's Planet Watch. Oh, wow. Coming back this summer in September, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been reported that Rafiki's Planet Watch... Uh, closed, mm-hmm. but now it's coming back. Oh, nice. So we heard officially that it was gone, and they were like, no, it's gone for good. And then, so the funny thing about that, and I'm, and I'm way off script here, I heard that it was closing. Yeah. Then we heard it was for refurbishment, mm-hmm. but it was coming back. Mm-hmm. And then we heard, no, it's done. Yeah. And then we heard, Zootopia. No, it's Yeah, Zootopia, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And then we heard, nope, it's coming back, just like it was, just refurbished a little mm. bit. So Rafiki's Planet Watch, the affection. The animals needed a rest. Yeah, yeah. They needed a vacation. <laughs> so uh, now uh, Disney has just announced that Rafiki's Planet Watch, the affection section, mm-hmm. that sounds horrible, and the Wildlife Express will fully reopen coming this summer. Hmm. Rafiki's Planet Watch was will still include the animal encounters, guest love, as well as new experiences that will feature a celebration of the Lion King. They well, have lions. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go see the lions. Uh, ma'am, uh, I noticed that you have six kids. Is there one that you don't like that much? Okay, come here, Timmy. Come here, little Timmy. Timmy, you stand on this spot right here. Everybody else, take six steps backward. Be careful of the gate as it comes up. Timmy, just stand there, ladies and gentlemen. Simba. <laughs> <laughs> While we don't have all the details on Rafiki's Planet Watch when it comes open, we will definitely share them when we know. That's exciting. My wife will be so excited. Yeah. All right. I am not going to lie, but I've never been back there. You've never been to Rafiki's Planet Watch? Nope. So you've never seen the nope. sheep with the Mickey, Mickey butt? Nope. Only oh, in my pictures. gosh. That's... Only in pictures. That's... Yep. Understandable. Uh, okay, hey, uh, April 20th, we are having a meetup at the Animal Kingdom, believe it or not, my favorite park on the whole planet, uh, over in the uh, Tiffin's Lounge, uh, which is really called the Nomad Lounge, right? Yeah. Uh, yes. Yep. Um, we are hoping to have a guest. I got to reach out to this guest. I got to do it this week before yes. he gets booked up. And Yeah, you should. Gets to do something else. Mm-hmm. Uh, that will be at 2 p.m., and then on May 18th at 9 p.m., probably earlier, we'll probably meet like at 8.30 somewhere. Uh, we're going to go say goodbye to Illuminations. <sighs> Thank you. Um, since it's going bye-bye and we're going to get 
Epcot forever. Forever. For a temporary period. And the first time in forever. (laughs) For a a temporary period. Yep. Uh, So stay tuned for the details. We'll announce the meeting area that you all can come out and we'll meet in the area and then go grab a spot to watch Illuminations. Yep. Maybe we should all book the dessert party. Um, yes. I'll look into that, Maybe we should. Yeah. Uh, then on June 22nd at 7.30 p.m. Uh, tentatively, uh, we are going to do a Toy Story 4 meetup. Um, so we'll have ticketing details on that, too. Right. Uh, don't forget that you can listen to this show on your uh, home device, whether it's an Echo or Google or Sonos or whatever the hell it is. Just say, hey, play the Disney Parks podcast. And like magic... We come screaming out of the speakers. <laughs> <laughs> there is, uh, so we've been, uh, we've been looking, mm-hmm. we always are looking at new houses mm-hmm. and all of them are like, uh, all of them are like, you know, smart houses. And I've been doing a lot of research on smart houses. Okay. So we were in a house the other day. I was like, Hey, so, so, so play the Disney parks podcast. And I'm Did like, it play? It played. There you go. I'll let it play. There you go. That was so awesome. She's like, what the hell's that? I, said, I don't know. I just started playing. I don't know. That sounds like you. What? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's funny. Hey, go to uh, our website, uh, DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash shop. We have things there that you can purchase as yep. little keepsakes. Uh, then don't, please, rate us, review us, and share us. You know, wherever you get the show, Sure, there's a share button on Hit Facebook up, or Twitter yep. or Pinterest or whatever social media thing you like. So go do that. Yep, that helps us out. <clears throat> yep. Uh, hey, uh, just recently, uh, I think like two days ago, two three days ago, mm-hmm. from the time of this recording, mm-hmm. uh, they opened up the new bus loop at uh, Disney's Hollywood Studios. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, come on. Yeah. So now bus people don't have a far walk, but everybody else still has a you know, mile and a half to the front gate. Uh, guests of the Walt Disney World uh, Resorts uh, who depend on their Disney buses and transportation to get around uh, will be happy to hear that the new bus loop at Disney's Hollywood Studios is finished and reporter, reportedly being utilized as of Tuesday, March 18th. Nice. So there you go. Uh, the walk from the temporary bus loop in front of the theme park has been causing a bit of issue for some folks with very little shade and available uh, alongside the walkway, but the wait is over. There's still no shade. It's a right. long, It's still a walk, you know. But, I mean, the bus stop itself now has shade, so that's a bonus. And it's huge. It's huge. huge. I'm telling you, huge. <laughs> There's no collusion. It's huge. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh, and so uh, uh, speaking of the bus, I'll give a little uh, shout out to the Skyliner. Uh, they started testing uh, from Coronado. Oh, uh, over to Epcot, where it makes that right turn at, at the boardwalk. Yeah, yeah. They started testing going that over way. traffic now. Yeah, they started testing that. And we were talking about this the other day, uh, yesterday, but uh, people we were out with. Do we think they're going to paint the towers? I mean, because they're ugly. I mean, some of them look like they're scratched up and, you know, the silver towers. Are they going to paint them? The silver towers? Yeah, that, you know, hold the Skyliner up. Oh, I thought they were all like no seeing green and stuff. They're already scratched up? Yeah, they're, some of them are ugly. They're yeah. very ugly silver. Yeah, they'll probably paint yeah. them or something. They I think something. they should paint them like colors of characters, you know, like. You would. Yeah, let me let me guess. Black and yellow for Mickey. Yeah, make purple a polka and dot green. One. Yeah, make purple a purple and green for Buzz. Yeah, yeah make that's... a polka dot one for Minnie. Yeah, you know, and like if they were to do all in a series, well, then they call that the Mickey loop, or they can call that the Minnie loop, or whatever. It's just my thought. They might they might wind up so just... people have some kind of sure. identifier. Sure, they'll probably yeah. do some type of advertising on them. Advertising, really? Yeah, why not? But they do the buses. Mm. That's what they do on the things in the tram. Avenger wrap them. Avenger wrap them. <laughs> Don't give them any ideas. I, I, I wouldn't mind. I mean, if they do all the Avenger characters, I would love. I would love the uh, the color coding theme. I think that makes sense. Yeah. Mickey Loop, yeah. Goofy Loop would yeah. be the opposite. Yeah. yeah, Donald Loop, right? You know, that'd be cool. Yeah, that's, that's 
Mike Tyler. And I, I was wrong. They did ma- name a parking area Mickey. Saw that. Which uh, I find completely shocking because I heard from a couple of different sources that the only thing that would ever be named Mickey is the Mickey Garage in California. And apparently somebody said, well, who the hell cares? If they don't know where the cars park, you know. So now when you say I'm parked in Mickey, nobody will know which one, Disneyland or Disney World. Well, bro, if there's somebody that's parking their car and they don't Have know where they're in Disney World. Have you worked in a parking lot at Disney? People they, say some pretty stupid things. <laughs> Trust me. I've been security. Okay. And then you're like, uh-huh. Okay. okay. Let's go with that. All right. Well, broskies, Disney's mm-hmm. announced Awesome Planet, bro. Uh, it's a film coming to the Lamp of Ian Epcot. You remember back in the day when they had, what was it called? The Conservation... What was the name of that film? Living right. with the Land... No, no. The Land... Uh, catastrophe Crisis, whatever. Crisis mm. on Infinite Earth mm. or something. I don't know. Uh, Disney's just announced the addition of Awesome Planet, an on-screen exploration of the realm we call home... <laughs> Showcases the spectacular beauty, diversity, and dynamic story of our Earth. With all the grandeur guests have come to expect, the film will be presented in the Land Pavilion in Epcot. Now, this takes the place of the film that was formerly the Lion King thing, yeah. Timon and mm-hmm. Pumbaa's yeah. conservation thing. Right. So here's my problem with this. Okay. The wording mm-hmm. showcases this, uh, no. Uh, an on-screen exploration of the realm we call home. Those mm-hmm. words sound mm-hmm. very Marvel. Yeah, the you realm. Know, yeah, you would think this would be mm. Thor going through and talking about yeah. the realm of Midgard, which is where we live. Yeah. Anyway, or this Thanos. new... Thanos. Yeah. <laughs> and then half the room disappears. Yeah. Uh, the new film will provide guests with hints at the scope of the bold new transformation coming to the theme park, along with views of the earth, its land, and its people, with mm. spectacular nature photography, immersive in-theater effects, and space sequences created by none other than Industrial Light and Magic, which provided the cinematic foundation for the Star Wars franchise. Awesome Planet will stir Epcot guests and deliver an environmental message that will resonate far beyond its final scenes. So this is where the crazy people kick Mm -hmm. in. Mm -hmm. Why do they have to get spectacular imagery from Industrial Light and Magic when we supposedly have all these amazing 4K pictures from NASA? Yeah. Yeah. Just do that. Just use those pictures. Yeah. Crazy. Anyway. Maybe they're just enhancing the images. I don't know. Who knows? Yep. Uh, Hey, if you own uh, a brick uh, in the Magic Kingdom, you know, on the walkways, uh, they're going bye-bye. So Disney's uh, Walk Around the World is going to be retired. Okay. Uh, Commemorative bricks are now available for purchase. So you purchased one, and now you're going to purchase it again. Purchase the commemorative thing. As uh, Walt Disney World continues to reconfigure the theme park entrances, walkways, security screening stations, it has become necessary to remove Disney's Walk Around the World. The personalized hexagon bricks will be removed in phases with those near the Magic Kingdom uh, and uh, the TTC going away soon. When the bricks were originally purchased, the Walt Disney World Resort guaranteed that they would remain there through 2011. So they're past their dearness. As bricks cannot be individually removed for guests to take home. That's not true. Uh, yeah. Disney is offering a commemorative version to purchase. Guests should stop by at City Hall in the Magic Kingdom or at Guest Relations at Disney Springs to verify their brick. They will receive a voucher that is good between now and only August 31st. So do this quickly. That allows them to purchase one six-inch commemorative brick uh, for the special price of $10 plus tax. Bricks are available at the Tomorrowland Light and Power Company in the Magic Kingdom or in the Marketplace in uh, Disney Springs. Uh, Guests who won't be in Orlando can email guests.services at disneyworld.com or you can call 407-828-2701 to verify their brick and receive a voucher good at shopdisney.com 
which they can purchase one commemorative brick for $10 plus tax and probably shipping and handling. Mm-hmm. Also, this spring, guests who did not originally sponsor a brick can get in on the action by purchasing their own customized commemorative brick. A uh, six-inch brick is twenty-nine ninety-nine plus tax, and an eight-inch brick is forty-nine ninety-nine. Uh, ornaments will also be available. These bricks will be available at the Tomorrowland Light and Power Company, Marketplace Co-op, and online at shopdisney.com. So, if you didn't get a brick, you can fake that you got a brick. If you're willing to pony up some money, why? Why not? No. I'd probably buy a brick. Yeah. Uh, it, does any of the money go towards a charity or anything? No. Just, yeah. just buy a brick? It goes to uh, the Disney, Disney charity. The Disney charity. The, the Bob Biger, the Biger uh, retirement <laughs> charity. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, I, go ahead. I I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this because I... I I guess when you purchase it, they said that these were not going to be forever. And I've seen people now posting pictures of their brick, and it's, like, completely worn. You know, obviously. If, I mean, if you're in front of the Magic Kingdom, I would imagine that brick is... <laughs> Flat. Yeah. <laughs> if I owned a brick on the walkway, like, from the the boat place, you could walk that walkway mm. all out, like you're going around towards... Yeah. Grand Floridian. Yeah. I'd be digging my brick out. Yeah, I would be too. I'd be like, chunk, 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 yeah. chunk, chunk. Take it. Yeah. My brick. Yeah. I love the fact that you say, we can't take them out individually. Yeah. Oh, you can. You, you can. Just, you, you don't want them. Yeah. yeah. They'd rather just bring a bulldozer in. Yeah. yeah. Um, so what is sparking this? What's the big deal? Are they, are they just dying to I put I think new... like they're doing at the studios in the Animal Kingdom. They're going to be reconfiguring the front of the park again for mm. security reasons. I think they're going to want to move it. I don't know how much... They can't move it further back. There's water. There's a big hole of water. Right. So I don't know where they can move the entrance to. Right. So, and in the walkway, like the Bay Lake Tower, we know they're doing the Bay Lake Tower walkway because they said that they were going to make right. the security uh, area bigger there. Uh, but the one, like you're saying, that goes to the Grand Floridian... Uh, well, you can't. Nobody get, walks that way. You can't get to the Grand Floridian from yeah, there. Yeah, you can't get to the Grand Floridian. Nobody really walks that route. Right. You know. Um, so I don't know. I don't know. They could probably funnel people down along sides of the monorail, mm-hmm. maybe, and I don't know. They can reconfigure the traffic. Well, I think a the bit. Uh, the security when you get off the bus is, is temporary. It's you know canopies that they put right. up. They probably want to put in some kind of permanent structure. So. Yeah. They'll rip up that whole area again. Yay. Yeah. Can't wait. Yeah. Not going to ever want to go to a park because there's, there's construction forever. It is. Uh, okay. So uh, yet another reason to be a big fan of Disney. Disney California Adventure. Mm. I mean, California Disney. Uh, Disney California Adventure is hosting the Disney Channel Fan Fest on April 27th. Uh, California uh, Adventure will once again bring some of your favorite Disney Channel stars together in one place where it's a Disney Channel Fan Fest. Mm-hmm. They couldn't fly all these people out to Walt Disney World for a day. The event will include interactive main stage sessions, Q&As, musical performances, presentations by talent and creator from Disney Television, mm-hmm. animation, mm-hmm. sneak peeks at the Descendants 3, and meet and greets. Descendants, nice. that's a big deal. I, that is. I saw the first one was like, meh. Yeah. Second one. You're not a teenager. I'm not. You're not a tween. Look for stars from Zombies, Kim Possible, Andy Mack, Raven's Home, Sydney to the Max, Coop and Cammy, Ask the World, Bunked, Bizarre Vark, and the upcoming Just Roll With It and Descendants 3. Mm-hmm. Some of the events include main stage sessions, will be streamed live on the Disney Now and Disney Channel social media pages. The schedule includes, and is subject to change, mm-hmm. Uh, 10 a.m. Cavalcade through Disney California Adventure. 12 p.m. Or just roll with it. Main stage session. At 11, uh, excuse me, at 1 p.m. Coop and Cammy Ask the World. Sydney to the Max bunked at the main stage session. 2 p.m. Raven's Home and Andy Mac main stage session. Mm-hmm. Number at three o'clock Disney Channel Animation Celebration at the main stage. At five Disney Channel Voices Showcase. At six Descendants three because that's the draw. Mm-hmm. Celebrity meet and greet experiences will be available for fans with wristband distribution at park opening hour uh, on a first come first serve basis and while supplies last. Hmm. Uh, I'm going to deviate uh, f- 
from our news info for one second. Talk about wall supplies last. So have you heard what they're doing at uh, Star Wars Celebration in Chicago? Uh, depends on what you're talking about specifically. Okay, so each day there's one major headline panel. It's going to be the first panel for the Friday, the Saturday, and Sunday. Right. So Disney likes this wristband thing or, you know, as they do at the expo, sleep in the garage overnight. Mm. That is not allowed. No? Nay, nay. Nay, nay. So what they're doing is if you buy a ticket, you'll be put in a lottery for one of these three panels. And if your name is drawn for one of those three panels, you'll get an email. Now, the question I had is, does that mean that everybody's guaranteed one panel? Probably not, because like at the Expo, the arena only holds 7,000 people, but meanwhile, 70,000 people are attending each day. Right. So there are going to be some people that aren't going to go. So that means if I was willing to sleep in the garage, now I can't to see any of the panels. Now, the other question that I'll piggyback on that is, is this a test for the expo? <sighs> oh, yeah. You know, for the movies, the parks, the well, to you be know, fair, all those major arena events. To be fair, the Chicago thing and, and Star Wars Celebration, mm-hmm. I don't know if that's controlled by Disney. I think some of it is. I'm sure the intellectual property yeah. part is, and it's probably coordinated. Yeah. But no, I don't know if Star Wars Celebration mm-hmm. is technically a trademark of Disney. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but yeah, I could totally see that being a being something that they could use. Mm-hmm. There's no company that wants any fan to be sleeping in a garage the night before because... I don't think Disney minds. <laughs> trust me. Anybody that I'm family with, mm-hmm. including myself, mm-hmm. goes and does that, mm-hmm. and something bad happens, mm-hmm. you can guarantee mm-hmm. that I will be the first one standing in a lawyer's room Mm-hmm. The next day saying, hey, look, this is why we did this. Disney mm-hmm. made this so ridiculously ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So then, yeah, this might be a good test run for that. Yeah. Do I think it's fair? I don't know. Yeah. I, I would rather I would rather it be something like this than. than just people who are just sleeping in the parking lot, because I, I just say make an additional ticket price. You want to go see that panel? It's an extra hundred fifty well, dollars. Yeah. Go buy it online. <sighs> Either way, it's it, there's there's an unfair component. Sure, I'm not going to sleep in a in a anywhere over other than a hotel room. Mm-hmm. So that rules me out for a lot of things because I'm not young and I'm not gonna. And that's not fair to me because mm-hmm. I'm paying the same price they are because mm-hmm. they're willing to take their safety in their own hands. Right. Versus, I don't have I don't have the eighteen thousand dollars it would take to go to the wine family weekend. You know, so I'm right. I'm not able to do that. So right. doing a a as come, you know, you put lottery. your ticket in a lottery, mm. that makes the most sense. That seems to be fair. And mm. you have just as much chance as somebody else does. Yep. The thing is, is those what happens you've got thirty thousand people and you've got mm. three events mm-hmm. and you've got five thousand spaces per event. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you get into one event, that should disqualify you yeah. from any other. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Definitely. Yeah. If, you, if your name gets pulled from one, you can't go to the other two. Right. Yeah. That's that's what we think. What do you guys think? Yeah. Yeah, hmm. It's interesting. All right. Hey, uh, automated cameras announced all that Chewbacca and Kylo Ren meet and get, uh, greet. Uh, and we kind of spoke about this probably a long time ago, that these were coming. And not are they only coming, they're here. Yep. <laughs> so it doesn't matter. If you fight with the resistance or support the First Order, soon you'll be getting your photo taken with an automated camera. Either way, Disney has expanded the automated camera concept from just being uh, at Tinkerbell meet and greet over at the Magic Kingdom to the Star Wars launch bay. I really think, I don't know why they installed these, because aren't they going to move that meet and greet to Star Wars land? Well, maybe, but they could revamp revamp the room. Mm-hmm. So the cameras are there. They just need I to guess. retool the room. Yeah. Put some other characters there. I just like work here. Up or cars or something. Uh, both the meet and greets uh, have the automated camera boxes installed uh, for a little while now, but Disney just recently installed the automated camera themselves. 
Mm. So they put it in the box, but not in the camera. Nice. Uh, a closer look uh, revealed that these are Nikon cameras in the housing. That's obviously the sponsor for cameras at Disney, period. Mm-hmm. It's a 35-millimeter lens in use. Uh, we were told that the random testing has begun, although we were not happy to see. Uh, we were happy to see the actual Disney PhotoPass people there. So that's a good thing for right now. Uh, I don't think they're going to stay, though. No, no, absolutely not. Yeah. It's, it's an expense that they won't need yeah. pretty it's soon. It's an expense they're trying to get rid of. Right. Hence the automated of the camera. Right. Uh, cast members at the location said that the automated cameras would only be used for Colorado and Chewbacca uh, meet and greets, but not the BB-8. Weird. Yeah, I mean, he's already well fake. You I take everybody out of that room and just... Yeah. But I think that would probably be one of the things that's like, there's no human being in this area. Mm. They have to have somebody there to control the flow. Yeah, I guess. Uh, But, you know, we talked about this on an earlier show. I Mm. can't remember if it was the Extra Magic Hour or whatever. We were talking about this where, uh, you know, Disney's trying to get away from having people take your picture because they can charge you for the... I I think it all comes back to money. And Mm. I'm not trying to be negative. I'm just being honest. Yeah. Because I think... You know, being able to walk up and hand them your phone takes money out of their pocket. Sure. And so it's it's better for them to say, look, we don't have a person taking photographs. It's an automatic thing. Stand here. And I don't know how it triggers. I don't know how all that works. I don't know either. But, uh, but now there's no, you mind taking a photo, mm-hmm. versus there might be something where... It's a timing thing, mm. and then it's like, well, we can't we can't have people take their own photos because we're on a timer. Right. So the love and shove literally becomes a thing. Yep. You know what I'm saying? That's crazy. Yeah. All right. Uh, you know, nobody likes to think about a disaster, but Tokyo Disneyland is actually being smart. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're preparing for a catastrophic earthquake with a 1.3 billion with a B dollar mm. line of credit. Nice. Huh. It's a park that just likes to throw money around. Just got them making it rain. Tokyo yeah. Disneyland has requested and been granted an increase on their catastrophic line of credit. The 1.3 billion line of credit re- represents a 50% increase in their existing allowances, according to the uh, the the Nikkei website. Mm-hmm. The line of credit would let the Oriental Land Company completely shut down the park for six months wow. while still being able to cover personal costs, personnel costs, excuse me, mm-hmm. capital investment payments, and even continued investment in the expansion of the park. Hmm. A move like this isn't new for the Oriental Land Company. In 1999, it became the first non-financial company in Japan to get a catastrophe bond. Hmm. Of course, back in 2011, uh, planned power outages after a tsunami s- tsunami devastated northeast Japan, forced Tokyo Disney Resort to shut down for over a month. Um, the resort lost an estimated $400 million in profits during that closure. Someone do the math, $400 million times 12. Mm. Do the math on that for me, please. The new line of credit carries an annual fee of 30 million yen, or basically one month's rent, uh, month's revenue, mm-hmm. uh, which is less than half of 1% of the resort's operating profit. Mm-hmm. One half of 1% equals 300 million yen. So now you can do some math and figure out how much money they make. <laughs> Holy yen. <laughs> one Half of one percent is thirty million. How much is three hundred million yen in dollars? Oh, wait. How much is three hundred million yen in dollars? The answer is two million seven hundred thirty thousand four hundred thirty-four dollars and thirty cents. There you go. Two so million bucks. How much? Two million seven hundred thirteen thousand four hundred and thirty-four dollars and thirty cents. And that's one half of one percent. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it's half a percent. So one percent is four million. Well, more like five million. Something, something, something. <laughs> so if that's one percent, yeah. Holy crap! They're making a crap ton of money. Yep. Uh, this next story that Tony's about to read is very interesting. I've talked about it on my Park Hoppers Live oh, yeah. daily things. Yeah, and now it's got a new rumor component. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. It's so, uh, Minder's Lounge, the lounge over at the Grand Floridian, is now expanding its footprint. Thank you. Could you do it by our monorail crawl? Because we can never seem to get everybody in this place. Mm. 
Uh, the refurbishment is going to begin in April. So the lounge at the Grand Floridian is uh, now going to undergo a renovation in the next coming months. As part of Minzer's Lounge, which will be closed for refurbishment in April, the lounge will be expanded and is expected to reopen in the fall of 2019. So that's perfectly in time for the Christmas call. Totes. Thank you. Just totes. Yeah, Thank you. totes. As part of the re- re- renovation, Minzer's Lounge uh, will expand into the nearby space of the Commodore, uh, Commander's Porter, which will be permanently closed at the end of April. That's the store, if you don't know what right, that right, is. Right. That's the, the store, men's, men's, men's store, store off to the right. Mm-hmm. Uh, the lounge bar service will be moved to the first floor lobby next to the Garden uh, View Tea Room. Uh, the temporary lounge will serve classic cocktails, elegant beverages, and light snacks from 4 p.m. to midnight. Additional seating will be available in the Garden View Tea Room after 5 p.m. Because I think that's when they finish up their last tea service there. Mm -hmm. The Grand Floridian Society Orchestra will continue to entertain guests throughout the refurbishment. Now, see, I would have thought they would have moved the band to the first floor permanently and made that whole area the lounge. Yeah, one would have thought. But it gets worse. Okay. Uh, the men's apparel and offerings uh, found in the Commander Porters will be temporarily be available in various merchandise shops uh, locations throughout the uh, resort. Construction will begin uh, at Summer Lace in April to transform that space into the home for both women's and men's apparel. Mm-hmm. No closure for Summer Lace is anticipated at this time. Additional changes are expected to come once Disney's Grand Floridian uh, in the future, but no details have been available. Now, the rumor that's been going around is, sit down, kids. They're going to turn this into the Beauty and the Beast library. Yeah. I don't see how that would fit into the Grand Floridians. Now, posh. I said the same thing. I said the exact same thing yeah. on a, a, a recent Park Hoppers Daily News thing. Mm-hmm. And then I Googled an image mm-hmm. from the remake of Beauty and the Beast mm-hmm. in the floor mm-hmm. of the, the, the ballroom scene mm-hmm. is an M mm-hmm. and the tile looks just like the Grand Floridian. Mm-hmm. This has been planned you think so? since the movie came out. Hmm. I think so very much so. Hmm. I think that this is going to be uh, what, not what, great. What's an M? What? It's Prince... Um, Grand Floridian doesn't have an M in it. No. <laughs> Maurice? I don't remember what the... Oh. Uh, hang on. I'm going to tell you. Master Beast? And <laughs> shut up. Um. His name was Prince Adam. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't know why there was an M. Maybe I was wrong. Maybe it's an A. Yeah, maybe it's an but, A. But there was a, the... The tile work in the movie, mm-hmm. the real movie, the mm-hmm. live action movie, matches the tile work style mm-hmm. and the lettering as Grand Floridian. Hmm. So I'm thinking they're probably this has probably been in the works for a while. I think this is such a weird idea. Yeah. I get the fact that they've got the Mad Hatter splash zone outside. Mm. But they're gonna take it from the grand stairwell all right. the way around. Yeah. That's just I know. Now realize, boys and girls, this is less than a hundred feet from the five star Michelin yeah. restaurant. Right. <laughs> that you gotta suit up for. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's think about Deluxe Resorts for just one second. Okay. So Grand Floridian, there's really no I'm gonna use my air quotes here, theming. Except elegance, posh. High brow, whatever. Right. Polynesian's got a obviously a Polynesian theme. Uh, contemporary's got really no theme, you know, except for contemporary. Mm-hmm. And the Wilderness Lodge is after a Wilderness Lodge. Right. So, do you think then they're gonna uh, uh, and beach and and yacht? One's a beach, one's a yacht club. Do you think? They're going to re-theme or start to put more theming into these deluxe resorts? I mean, make them more like, I'm not going to say like Art of Animation or Pop Century, but 
put more character and more theming into them? You think that's their intent? I think that there's enough space available in these areas that they could. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't have a lot of Lilo and Stitch in the mm-hmm. Polynesian Resort, but they mm-hmm. should. But they do have the Moana Mercantile. Mm. So they're they're starting to a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't imagine what they would do with a contemporary other than maybe like uh, Wally or mm. Buzz Lightyear. I, 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 I you know. Yeah. But if that's their goal, it really feels like they're shoehorning it in. Yeah. Did the Miser's Lounge need to be expanded and refurbished? Yes. Absolutely. Without a doubt. Yeah. But did we need it to be a Beauty and the Beast theme? Mm. And here's the thing. The people that frequent the Grand Floridian Resort and Spa yeah. that would go to Miser's Lounge, are they, want to, are they going to want to go to a Beauty and the Beast yeah, theme that's lounge? Saying. That's what I'm saying. Are they are they helping themselves or hurting themselves? Yeah. And it's Beauty and the Beast themed lounge. Yeah. Kids are not usually found in lounges, mm-hmm. but apparently they will be at Disney because it's Beauty and the Beast themed. Yeah. And it makes no sense to me. Yeah. The restaurant in the Magic Kingdom makes sense. Yeah. Uh, it's one of those things where it's just it's just befuddles me. Yeah. So the other thing I'll say too about this topic is that the Tambu Lounge. Okay. Mm-hmm. I. Th- believe that where the Tambu Lounge is should be the host stand. Move the bar in front of the glass, make it a giant long bar, and make that area a bar. And you really close it off, put walls on each end, and then, you know, if you want to go to the restaurant, you got to, you know, just walk around. You know, and that's what I think. I think that area would make a great lounge. And then you don't have to have that... The, the guest check-in in the middle of the lobby right. by the stairs, and, right. which causes congestion. Right. You know, we're to be off in a place that nobody cares. Well, again, Disney, this was not a problem 20 yeah, years ago. 1971. Well, it wasn't even a problem. It wasn't even a problem 20 years ago. Yeah. Because I don't remember there being super long lines mm. to get into. Uh-huh. Back when we first started coming to Disney, back in 2007, 2008, right. there wasn't the craziness that there is nowadays. Mm. I mean, it was crazy, but it wasn't like standing in line for Ohana, having to sit there for four hours right. waiting for your next meal. When did that become a thing? Was Is magical, oh, not magical um, dining, is, did the Disney dining plan that big of a deal that now mm-hmm. everybody's doing it? And yes. that's crazy. Yeah. It's It's just, you know. Yeah. I know I talk, we talk about Disney Springs a lot, but we go to Disney Springs because that's where we can go, and it's not a hassle. It's not a hassle. Yeah. It's not a hassle. All right, next up is uh, the Disney Parks app for Star Wars Galaxy Edge has a Westworld connection. Mm-hmm. Well, that's terrifying. Did you watch Westworld? No. Disney continues to update their informational pages for Star Wars Galaxy Edge, and the latest update for the Play Disney Parks app gives us a sneak peek at the functionality that will be coming this summer to Disneyland or Disney World in the fall. Mm-hmm. Uh, soon after you arrive to Batu, the Play Disney app will transform into a galactic data pad oh. designed to guide you deeper and deeper into an adventure in a galaxy far, far away. First, here are the commands that you'll be able to explore within the app. Translate galactic messages, written and spoken. Discover precious cargo and digital goods so you can scan objects all around the spaceport, including items hidden inside space shipping crates and containers. It's going to turn your cell phone into an an invisible phone. Uh, Tune into communications sent by the planet's many residents to uncover stories and secrets throughout the land and unscramble transmissions being sent far, far away. You could be a spy. Or just a lurker or a listening Tom. You can use the Play Disney Parks app to hack into the land's many devices, control panels, and droids. Nice. And now we're all hackers. Mm-hmm. As the app guides you along, you'll have the chance to pledge your loyalty to the First Order, support the Resistance, or strike out on your own as a scoundrel. And with each job you complete, you'll receive digital rewards like ship schematics, star maps, galactic credits, and more. 
While the app image and functionality might be interesting, the file name gives us a peek beyond the curtain at Disney's ultimate hope for Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. The file name on Disney's server is Delos Marketing. As fans of HBO's Westworld might know, Delos is the company that runs the park that blends the imagery and reality, imaginary and reality. The premise of Westworld is that guests are able to visit the theme park and have a choose-your-own-adventure-style experience with robots that so closely mimic humans that the line between reality and fake is blended. That is Disney's goal with Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. A little terrifying. Of course, this isn't the first time we've seen a Delos reference to Star Wars Galaxy Edge. Project Delos has been the project code name since first permits were filed back in August of 2016. How does how does Disney Imagineers get away with with stealing other names? An HBO (laughs) reference, yeah. But here's the thing, too. So, you know, they did this or tried to do this with Pandora, and I don't see anybody ever walking around Pandora translating stuff into Pandonese or whatever it's called. <laughs> so are people going to be now interested in doing that in Star Wars Land? Is the question I ask him. Yeah, because I think the fan base is different than Avatar. Mm. I think the fan base is a little kookier, mm. of right. which I am one. I right. totally get that. So I think that there's probably a market for this. Mm. Um, but, hey, we'll see. I mean, I could have seen, like, back in the Star Trek day, you know, walking around with a tricorder, you know, a communicator, a little laser pistol. You know, here's the question. There's so much there's so much to do Mm. and there's going to be so little time to actually do it. Right. Is it is it all is it given the hour you're going to get much to do about nothing? (laughs) Are you only going to be able to do so much stuff? Yeah. That. It's going to be useless, or mm-hmm. the only way to really experience it as it needs to be experienced is to stay in the Star Wars hotel. Yeah, it'd be uh, obviously option number one. Yeah, I think that's going to be the deal. Yeah, I think the only way to really get the max, the most mm-hmm. bang for your buck, so to mm-hmm. speak, is to be a guest staying at the hotel right. and then be granted access to the park mm. early, late, right. and during yeah. unfettered access to the park. Mm. And when you say buck, you mean many, 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 many bucks. Many, yeah. Which didn't I see a story that they've they've got the foundation? They're getting ready to start laying. Yeah, yeah. They've uh, got yeah. the dirt. Yeah. Starting to pound the dirt. Yeah. Getting ready to build. Oh yeah. It, yeah. They've comes. already moved the service road. Yeah. They're all uh, the construction's full on for the hotel. Yep. Yep. So right. it's interesting. Hey kids, you ready for a little headline news? And now, the headline news. (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, Grand Destino Tower is coming in July. Yeah. They've now given it at least a month. Not soon. The Grand Destino, that's at uh, Coronado. Coronado. Yep. Uh, The Bippity Boppity Boutique in Disneyland is going to be closed from May 16th. To the twenty third. No. So you're gonna have to get your bippity pop on somewhere else. Oh no. Uh, Dick Gale, the guitarist on the nineteen what was that ninety six soundtrack of Disneyland's Space Mountain, died at the age of eighty one. Oh, Dick Dale's dead. It's <laughs> <laughs> sad. Yeah. Dick Dale's a legend. Uh, they installed some 30th uh, anniversary signs uh, at Disney's Hollywood Studios coming up. Sweet. They made something. Sweet. May 1st, I think. Sweet. Uh, Riviera Model Rooms tours begin this week at Saratoga Springs over at the DVC Preview Ooh, Center. Maybe we should go take a tour. Yeah. So if you want to uh, see what a room is going to look like. Yes. I'd like to see the uh, the two-seater Super tiny, six inches of space room, please. Well, they typically show the two-bedroom lock-off. That's oh, sure, of course. Yeah. And sometimes the studio, if they have room to squeeze it in. I'd like to see I don't even know one. what they're showing in there anymore. I mean, I, I, I guess Copper Creek, you know, yeah. you know. Can't be anything else. What else are they selling? Yeah. <laughs> and I think Copper Creek is almost at full declaration. Jeez. So... 
I was talking with my wife the other day. We were talking about mm-hmm. Disney Vacation Club, and she's like, "Are are people still buying those?" I'm like, "Oh my God, yes! Like yeah. they're going out of style." Yeah. Are they, Are you kidding? They've got two brand new towers that they're building. They're building reflections. Yeah. Over at Disney's yeah. Copper Creek. Yeah. yeah. They got three coming online. Yeah. It's crazy. They can't sell them fast enough. Can't build them fast enough. Yeah. And they're buying back uh, yeah. inventory right. like mine. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, we don't own anything over Bay Lake. Let's go buy Mr. Casanova's uh, DVC. Nope. You think they'll get to a point where they start calling DVC owners who maybe haven't stayed in a while and say, hey, we've noticed you haven't been using your DVC points. Would you be willing to offload them? Mm. You think they'd be doing that? That makes yeah. sense. Uh, absolutely. I'll give you a for example. Uh, the people I had lunch with yesterday, they have a boatload of points, but they rent them out. Oh. And they make enough money to cover all their maintenance fees plus a profit. Huh. Has Disney caught wind of this yet? Well, they know. Oh. There's people out there doing it. Yeah, so um, who is it? I can't think of the name of the the primary website. I, I could, His name is Dave. Uh but he'll give, if you're selling your points for rent, he'll give you 13 and then he rents them for 15 So he's making two bucks a point. Mm. That's how he makes his profit. Nice. Yeah. And now they change it a little bit. They, you have to put 70% down and then the other 30% when you check in. Mm. And then, you know. Right. But I think the onus is still on you, the DVC owner, to make that reservation. You know, because they can't make it for that person. Right. They don't. They don't have access to your account. Right. You know, so you have to make that in earnest. I think the money goes into an escrow until it's, you know, transactions completed. Gotcha. Yeah. Hmm. Fascinating. Yeah. We should have him on and talk about it. That would be something. I'd. It would be interesting. I, I get. I gloss over some of that because I don't know all the ins and outs of DVC. But that might be good to have somebody like me on the show, to to ask questions that. Yeah. Because it's. See, if you were to buy one, you wouldn't. Buy one. I I would tell you, don't buy one in Florida. Buy one in California, because then you're guaranteed a vacation in California every year. Or Alani. Right. You know. Right. I wouldn't buy Alani. Yeah. Well, uh, it's expensive as hell. And yeah. Who the hell wants to sit on a plane for 18 Truth. hours or whatever the hell that is? Truth. You know. Truth. Yeah. All right, kids. Um, we appreciate uh, hearing what you guys have to say about our news stories. Or maybe you just have a question for us. You can drop it in the comments. You can also shoot us an email at DisneyParksPodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us at uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, uh, YouTube at, damn it, Disney Parks Podcast and on the Twitter at Disney Podcaster. Uh, but we encourage you to come over to Disney Parks Podcast at gmail, damn it, DisneyParksPodcast.com. And you can find all of our show archives, our, our blog posts, as well as links to our amazing friends and our sponsors like Destinations to Travel. Remember, DisneyParksPodcast.com slash the letter D, number two, travel. Fill out their form, and uh, they will get right back to you. Plus, do we have any intros on the tickets? We didn't mention the... We didn't get anybody. Okay. Well, we'll still keep... We'll push that some more. Mm-hmm. We'll push it on social. Uh, other than that, anything else, my friend? No. All right. If we don't see you online, we will see you in the parks. The Disney Parks Podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company. All Disney Parks, attractions, lands, shows, event names, etc. are registered trademarks of the Walt Disney Company.